What's up, fucks? Welcome to Casting Couch, episode three. Today I'm joined with my very old childhood friend, Max. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good, bro. It's been a very nice day. I had Chick-fil-A earlier. That shit was delicious, as always. Yeah. As I was saying earlier, fucking the food came out so goddamn fresh. I had to wait to eat it because it was so hot. Fuck, bro. That's always a good time. I hate when you have to go to the drive-thru at a place that's like 15, 20 minutes away from your house, and by the time you get home, the fries are fucking cold. That's why I don't go to In-N-Out. I don't go to fucking any of the restaurants by the mall anymore because by the time I get home, that shit is cold, and it just makes me really upset. It's like it's like blue balls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, all I have is a McDonald's. Yeah. It's the only option. <laughs> well, you got... I don't know what fucking do you know if Rancheritos is a nationwide chain? Nah, but there's a bunch of like spinoffs of it, like I, yeah, yeah. Beto's Rancheritos. I feel like Alfreditos. I feel I like know. greasy ass Mexican drive-through restaurants are pretty fucking common across like America. But I was talking to this girl that I met on the cruise that I went to to Alaska and Canada. She's from Long Beach, Cali, and I was like, "Do you guys have Rancheritos or Beto's?" And she was like. No, but we have Jose's taco stand, and I was like, it's probably it's probably like similar shit. No, they have way better stuff. Probably. Oh yeah, bro, in California, absolutely, because they're like actually close to Mexico, and there's hella yeah. like people from Mexico that live in Cali, especially Southern California. Did you know there's a fucking area of Mexico called Baja California, which means below California, and it's literally below California. I've been there. Is it fire? Is it dope? It's pretty fire. It's like California, but but it's below. But it's below California. <laughs> yeah. That's sick, bro. That's sick. Um, yeah, you do kind of go on vacation like every two fucking weeks. That's what it's nah. like to have successful ass parents, I guess. Not that often. Not that often. Okay. All right. What? Every couple months, probably. Every every year. Every year. Bro, more yeah. than that. Didn't you just get back from like? Nah, because we have like family, little family stuff. Like I, uh, my family owns a property in Idaho, so we go up there sometimes, but. Yeah, like big going ass. to different states or like out of the country. <clears throat> it's like every few years. No, yeah, nah. every yeah. few years. Nah, I'll show you. I'll show you. All right, all right, all right. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so in the last episode, I kind of gave. I, I've have you ever watched Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis? No, I'm sure. I bet you've seen clips. It's like the show where you know Zach Galifianakis, the dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he's like. He's sitting on a chair and interviewing people, and he, like, kind of roasts them as he's interviewing them. I don't think I've seen it, no. You didn't see the one with, like, Steve Carell, and he was, like, um, he asked Steve Carell, he was, like, do you ever have trouble, like, going swimming? Because as you're doing a backstroke, people think it's a shark, but then they realize, oh, no, it's just Steve Carell's big-ass nose. No? No, no, I haven't seen it. All right, well, basically... No, it's good, bro. Um, You should watch it. That shit is funny as fuck. Um, I really like Between Two Ferns because I feel like being an asshole is really funny, personally. I know, like, you gotta kind of... You kind of gotta find the sweet spot and not overdo it a little bit. But in my last episode with my guest Josh, I roasted him. I was like, how does it feel living your life knowing that a peanut could kill you at any moment? Mm -hmm. Um... So I wrote down a roast like that for you. I said, how does okay. it feel being seven feet tall and still not being able to dunk a basketball? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> bro. Feels really white, bro. Feels really white, to be honest. Just no athleticism in the knees. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. How no. tall are you now? Are you 
have you reached six foot eight? No, six seven. I think so. I You're think six, six foot eight? eight. I think so. Yeah. No fucking. Yeah, man. I've always felt like tall my whole life because I'm like six one and a half, six two, somewhere around there. But um, anytime I'm with Max, I just feel like a bitch. I know how it feels to be five foot seven when I'm near you, and I'm just like, oh, this does not feel good. This is mm-hmm. how I make people feel. Damn. It's kind of like it's kind of good though. It's like a little bit of humble pie. To me, it doesn't feel any different to anybody. Like it's always the same. Yep, I know. There's people that are like very small, but for the most part, you know. You ever just like be standing next to someone who's like literally like five one, five two, and you're just like, how do you live your life just not being able to like see shit? I don't think too much about it to no? be honest. No, you no. don't. Okay, well no. maybe that's just me being hypercritical. Yeah. And insecure about my height. Only when know. I'm around you, though. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about how we meet, how we met, and when we met, and shit like that. I want to know your point of view on the shit. What's your perspective? Okay. Very young. Like, my <laughs> earliest memories are probably involved with you, to be honest. Like That's dope. Five years old. Yeah. Very young. Met you a long time ago. Yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? <clears throat> Not specifically, no. Not the first time we, like, actually hung out or anything. But I remember the first time I saw you, like, walking around the neighborhood. You were wearing, like, a <laughs> Terminator type. I don't know. That's all I thought. You just looked like the Terminator. You had, like, a leather jacket and, like, the shades on. And <laughs> I was like, damn, it's pretty Yeah, tight. I was a weird fucking kid. I still am a weird fucking dude, but uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Too. I yeah. think that's... I think that's why we're such good friends. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like the weird people, as long as it's not the type of weird that's like, you know, like touch kids weird, as long as, long as it's the good kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like people are more fun to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're more fun to talk to. Make sure you're like right up on the mic. You can pull, yeah, it, for out. Sure. You can pull it out of the thing if you want to lean back. That's probably... Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out still. <laughs> you're good, bro. Um so this is what I remember. I remember being like five, maybe six. I was in like kindergarten or first grade, and I had this other friend named Max who lived in the neighborhood. And um <clears throat> I don't know, bro. I remember I used to meet friends by like networking with adults and being like, Do you guys know any kids like my age in this neighborhood? And they would be like That's the way to do it. Yeah. And they would be like, um, I know uh, this one family has a little kid named Max, and I was like, no, I already know Max. And they were like, oh, you know Max D? I'm not going to say your last name unless you don't care. No, I don't really care. Okay, no. so they were like, oh, you know you know Max Dudas? And I was like, oh, what? No, I know the other Max. Who's Max Dudas? Like, where does he live? And they were like, oh, he lives on this street. And, uh, you know, he's like your age. He's like five or six. And I was like, oh, shit, dope. I'm going to go, like, see if he wants to be homies. And the reason I was wearing... It actually wasn't like a leather jacket. I was wearing like an Adidas like fucking like sport jacket, but I was like Was it black? Yeah. But I was like pretending I was the Terminator because when I was a kid, I used to like like to pretend a lot. Like after I watched Indiana Jones, I was like, "Mom, can you buy me like a whip and like a hat and shit?" And she Damn. was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I like to just pretend I was like movie stars, I guess. Yeah, that's um, dope. That's that's the good shit about being a kid, you know, just being creative, doing yeah, whatever you want. Like, don't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm, for real. Um, so I, I, I watched Terminator 2 on TV for the first time, and it was like the dopest thing I've ever fucking seen. Still, to this day, a really good movie. If you haven't watched Terminator 2, 
you can watch it without watching Terminator One, and it'll it'll pretty much make sense. Is it violent? Yeah, it's really? violent as fuck. Yeah, really? Yeah, there's hella killing. Have, you've never seen Terminator Two? No. What the fuck? Your parents let you watch that when you were a kid? Though? Only the TV version, like not the DVD version, like the the version that's really? edited for TV. Oh, uh, okay. So I they see. edit out like a bunch of swear words and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But, um, yeah, so after I watched that, I was like, okay, well, now I want to be a fucking, like, Aust- Austrian dude who, you know, like, shoots people and wears a black leather jacket and cool glasses. So I was, like, walking around like that. Um, and then I, I remember I came to your house, and your mom answered the door. And I was like, is Max home? And she was like, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> she she was like, um, no, he's not home right now, uh. He's going to be home later, though, if you want to come back. And I was like, all right, for sure. And I dipped. And then I came back later. And then I remember, like, I was like, what's up? I'm Daniel. And you were like, hey. And then we, like, played Xbox. We played, like, Gears of War or some shit, I think. What what time was this? What year was this? How old were we? This was, like, 2007. We were, like, really? five or six. Yeah. Damn. Gears of War was good. Yeah. yeah. Gears of War was fire. Yeah. Um, Maybe, no. Maybe it wasn't Gears of War. Maybe we were playing, like, Skyrim or some shit. Or Fallout, something like that, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but um, if it was that long ago, like I didn't even have an Xbox at that point. It was my brother's, or like that's yeah. right. It was in your brother's room. It was the white Xbox 360. Yeah, remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, must have been it. Damn, bro, that's crazy. Fucking long ass, old ass memories. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> how like. A lot of it was video games, you know what I mean? Like, we grew up on video games type shit. That's true. I remember, like, some of my earliest memories was, like, playing Halo 3. No, like, not even Halo 3. Like, Halo 1 and 2 with my oldest brother, who was, like, in high school at the time. Yeah. Yeah, always the big brother, for sure. Yeah, for real. That's how it starts. (laughs) So, we were talking about this, like, last week. We were having a conversation. Um... So, I just barely got back into YouTube, like, I guess you could call it, like, not full-time, but, like, I've gotten back into, like, investing a lot of energy into it. A lot of people don't know this. When I was, like, fucking 11 to 13, I had a YouTube channel. This this same channel. That's why I have, like, 700 subs. Most of those, like, 650 of them are from my old YouTube channel where I made Minecraft videos when I was 11. And, um... I remember I was on my fucking grind, bro, for years, like literally years. It was crazy. One of my videos had a quarter million views. It was like how to build a TNT cannon in Minecraft, and I completely just ripped it off from another YouTube video. Literally, I just saw a video, and I was like, I'm going to copy this, and then I did, and it got a quarter million views, and I was like, fuck yeah. 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 Yeah, that's cool to be able to do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, So, I don't know. It's really weird getting back into YouTube, because... I was so young, like literally 10 years ago was when I tried this for the first time and I'm trying it again and I'm realizing and learning so much shit that I learned 10 years ago. I'm like remembering it. And one of the big things was that nobody gives a fuck about my creative endeavors. Nobody is supportive. Like, and I'm not saying this because I'm like all mad and salty about it. I'm not just like, yo, fuck all my friends. All them are fake for not supporting me. It's more like... It's just shocking because I've like I've been putting shit out like the like the past month or two, putting out a lot of videos and just like asking people like, "Yo, you check out my video," and they're like, uh, "No," I'm like, well, "All right, well, I guess I'll just fuck myself then." Yeah, but uh, it's it's okay, you know. Like even my roommates, like I ask them, I have to like bug the shit out of them. Like, "Yo, you check out my new video?" They're like, "Uh, eh, no," 
I'm like, okay, well, what are you what are you doing right now? I'm just watching TikTok, just chilling. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you you want to watch? No, no, I don't want. I'm good. It's like, all right, fuck me. But um, you know, like I said, it's all good. But it's just, it is crazy how much people don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you only know so many people, so it's like, and everybody's got something going on, so. But the thing is, people spend like half, like, mostly females, not to make this like misogynistic or anything, but mostly females I know, they show me like their um, time, their screen time on their iPhones, and it says like 10 hours a day on their phone, like 10 hours of screen time a day, and it's like, bro, that's like your whole waking day spent on your phone. That's the whole fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're spending that much time just surfing your phone and like TikTok, whatever the fuck, can't you take 10 minutes to just watch my shitty new video? You know? For sure. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should support the people around you, you know, in your environment. That's what, that's what, that's what I try to do. Every time one of my homies is like, yo, I I dropped a new song or yo, like, um, like, uh, my roommate Jaden is making a new podcast and I checked that shit out and gave him feedback and shit. And it's like, I always try to help the homies out and dedicate like 10 minutes of my time because I know I'm not doing shit else. Why the fuck not? You know? But it's just surprising how much people do not give a fuck and do not want to do the same shit for you, you know? And I'm sure you've experienced the same shit because my homie Mook, oh, uh, yeah, we call Max Mook. It's a long fucking story. I don't know how we made up that nickname, but uh, you make beats. Yeah. You make a lot of, you make a lot of fucking beats and most of them are fucking big flames too. I don't know. I feel like I don't make as many as I should, but brother, more you, than the average. You have person, made like two hundred, bro. You've made so fucking many. Yeah, two hundred so far this year. This year? Yeah, but I bro, don't know. that's a lot. Like that's you're almost like working like a part time job making beats. You should you should give yourself more credit, honestly. You think? Yeah, I think so because I've yeah. made like five to ten beats in my life, and I'm like. Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, I can I can make some shit, but like you've made two hundred, bro. That's my hobby, you know. That's my pastime. That's what I like to do. So, so yeah, bro, yeah. give yourself more credit, like you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So would you say you've experienced the same thing? Like every time you make a beat or when you make like new songs and shit, like you 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 just like it's surprising how much people don't give a fuck. Yeah, I definitely feel it in some ways for sure. I haven't like I haven't released enough of my own stuff, you know, enough of my own like content for people to even really check know it out. Who you are? Yeah, necessarily. Yeah. What up, Jaden's here again. What's up, bro? Jaden is always walking into the house every time we're filming, which is fine. But like, it's yeah. been every single time now. What are you? Been, up, what have you been doing? Big swag. Well, that was Jaden, who is uh, starting a new podcast soon called Boys to Men. Yep. Shouts um, out. I'm going to lean back. My back is hurting a little bit. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, do you, what do you think it is? Like, people, I think part of it is a lot of people are sort of, like, nervous or... It's hard for people to try new things. Like a lot of the world are kind of like bandwagony type people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are 
not super adventurous and like more close-minded to what they yeah yeah, yeah. For sure that's a good way to put it close-minded and I, I don't mean that to like shade people shame people it's just something to like bring awareness to because as as a human like maybe you should try to be a little bit more open-minded and like try new shit because that's like you know variety is the spice of life like novelty is a dope fucking thing like novelty is like kind of a drug of its own you know what i'm saying like if you're trying something new, even if it's not that dope, just with the fact that it's new, it's like adventurous, and you're like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And then you go back to like do it again, and you're like, "Oh, this is not as dope yeah. as it was the first time." Yeah. For example, uh, for me, I had Indian food recently for the first time in like years, and I had I-, I went to this restaurant uh, called Star of India, and it was flames. It was fucking delicious. And then I came back like a week later and I was like, oh shit, this is not nearly as good as it was the first time. But I mean, like really? s- still fire, still good. But I was like, not novelty really is a big fucking, like, it's like a dope fucking thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I think it's true. So why don't you guys chase the drug of novelty? It's fire. Check out an episode of the podcast. Why not? What are you doing? Like, what else are you doing? Sitting on your ass, get a fucking job, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and while you're driving to your new job, because you're a lazy piece of shit, just listen to the podcast. It's going to be on Apple Music and Spotify very soon. This episode might be on Apple Music and Spotify. The only thing I'm waiting on is a, a logo for the podcast. Once that's in, I already got um, I already got my RSS account. I already got that shit like registered. What's that? RSS is like this. Uh, I don't even know. It's like a podcast like publishing website where uh they will automatically like publish your shit on apple music spotify itunes like all the all these networks and like they'll uh track plays and shit for you and like distribution yeah distribution yeah okay that's dope yeah and uh so that's the only thing i'm waiting on uh so should be fire you know i'm really nervous to see what the fucking podcast logo is gonna look like might be complete dog shit did you pay someone to do it so i asked my homie I'm not. I'm gonna give him a fake name because I don't know how he is about privacy and shit. Um, Ryan, uh, shout out Ryan. Um, I uh, he made the NFN logo. No, 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 no. He made the you know the the one poster for NFN that had like the cartoony like anime looking shit. I can't quite remember. No. Okay. Um. So there was like the main poster that was. It was a photo of like me and Josh side by side, and then Jaden and Jalen side by side. It was like NFN, August 15th, Josh's Backyard. Do you remember that? Yeah, it looked good. It all looked good, I thought. But then there was the other one that was just all like drawn. And it looked like hella anime inspired. I can't remember. I'll show you after. But it all looked good. Like, I remember all this stuff for that. It looked good. Like, Thank you, It brother. looked real. It looked ba- like... Looked like a real event? It looked as real as it can basically get, you know that's what the, I mean? That's the fucking thing. That's... A, I think... Because it looked so fucking like real and legit, like an official event, a lot of people paid a lot of attention to it and reposted it and shit because it looked real. But this podcast is like not that case because they know it's just me making shit in my living room. And so people are like, I don't want to watch some fucking random 20-year-old's podcast. This shit's going to be trash, which is a fair assessment, fair assumption, because uh, a lot of young people who start podcasts are fucking boring, and that shit is trash. But uh, I'm, I'm still going to, you know, do it. I think the thrill of, like, going somewhere in real life probably 
you know what I mean, adds to people's interest more than just like. No, but the thing is, it was weird. So many people bought tickets, like over a hundred people, and we were scared that there was going to be way too many people. But then when it came to the actual day, only like forty showed up. Like so many people bought tickets and just didn't come. I don't know why. It was weird. That's crazy how we've always like. I don't know. I think it's cool how we've been able to do things like that throughout our life, though. Like just throughout our teenage years and like short years you know what i mean that's kind of cool that was a cool experience i like that if you guys don't know what we're talking about nfn was uh like a little mma tournament we hosted last summer august 15th um basically how it all started was um i was watching a lot of ufc at the time like every fucking day and then my roommate Jaden was like yo dude um I want to like just like have like a backyard boxing slash MMA tournament thing, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool." Um, and then Jaden was like, "I'm gonna hit up Josh because our homie Josh was training in MMA at the time," and I was like, "That doesn't make sense. You're like Josh is way heavier, like way bigger than you. You're not in his weight class. He's like in my weight class." And then he was like, "Okay." And then like from there, it kind of spiraled in my head, and I was like, "Yo, wait. What if we like..." What if we like host like what what if we have like a backyard barbecue party type thing, you know? Where we just like it's like us four, like two fights, we fight, uh Josh's dad like barbecues or some shit, and then we just have a good time and yeah. beat the shit out of each other. And then from there I was like, Well, I kinda wanna make a fight poster just for fun. And then after I made the fight poster, like people started reposting it and shit, and I was like, yo, people are really hyped about this. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna make a promo video. And then it just like snowballed into like a whole ass like organized event. And this shit is still on my YouTube channel. If you go, I can put the link in the description, but if you go on my channel, NFN official event, official video is on there. There's like, there's a promo video, which I thought was dope as fuck. I was really proud of the promo video. There's a weigh in video, and then like an actual fight video. Um, when it came down to the actual fight, bro, because Josh had actual MMA training, he he fucking choked my ass out. You were there in person. You saw me get choked in real life. I was there, yeah. Bro, there is nothing more shameful than just like, god damn it. I knew exactly how like um, Justin Gaethje, fucking Dustin Poirier, I know exactly how they felt. Because on the standing up, I was I was like, I feel like I was I was winning. Because I had boxing training when I was like 12. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll box the shit out of Josh. That's no problem. I got long-ass arms. Shouldn't be a problem. But, um, yeah, it's, I went for a takedown, which I did not know what the fuck I was doing. It was the most dog shit takedown of all time. And then immediately Josh, like, fucking sprawled on my ass, got to my back, and choked my ass out with, like, a beautiful rear naked choke. And I was like, there was nothing I could do. I didn't know what to do. So I stood up, and I was just like... And then the first thing I heard was somebody be like, dude, you just lost me 50 bucks. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, fucking Colton. The first thing I heard after I lost was like, dude, you just lost me 50 bucks. <laughs> that was a great thing to hear after I just got fucking choked out in front of 50 people. But it's okay. It was funny as fuck. The, cho- the choke out wasn't the worst thing, though. What was the worst thing? The The knee. No, bro. The knee to the body didn't even hurt that really? bad. It looked like it probably it just looked it's like probably it hurt. sounded. It was really loud, so it probably yeah, everybody it looked, thought it looked like, like it hurt. Yeah, everybody probably thought my rib got fucked up, but no, like it honestly wasn't that bad. It, he got me like right in the abs, so I was able to like brace for it. It wasn't too bad. What what really hurt was the leg kicks, bro. Josh was 
kicking the fuck out of really? my legs. Really? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Damn. Um, but ever since I lost that fight, as soon as I lost, I was like, okay, I'm going to join an actual MMA gym because like now I have to beat his ass, you know? Yeah. I was sure. like, Are I was, you going to? Is um, that your plan? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh was on the last episode. <clears throat> um, uh, I, I was talking to him like a couple months ago. I was like, yo, I think I want to host another NFN and uh, I want to rematch you, bro. I want to fight again because I've actually had MMA training now. So I joined an MMA gym like two weeks after I lost and I've been training there ever since every, like almost every fucking week. Obviously sometimes I have to take a week off cause I get sick or whatever, but almost every fucking week I've been going to jujitsu, wrestling, kickboxing, all that shit. So I'm like, uh, that's I'm, dope. I'm going to, I'm going to body this fool. No. <laughs> but, um, he was down though he's down to rematch no he's not i fucking uh oh he's not and this is not me being like yo josh you're a fucking pussy fight me it's more like i don't know it's just it's kind of like we're just in a different place in our lives you feel me like rematching isn't really a big priority and honestly the first time we hosted nfn i was really stoked about it i thought it was gonna be dope as fuck i was super pumped so i was like Fuck yeah, this is going to be fire. This is going to be dope. But this time around, I was thinking about hosting it again this summer, and I'm just not really passionate about the idea. I just don't really care enough to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that was kind of a spur of the moment. For sure. That was good, though. I'm glad that happened for sure. Yeah, it was dope. And I'm glad it happened because if I didn't get choked out, I wouldn't be at an MMA gym now. And I really, really enjoy training at an MMA gym. It's it's really fucking fun. I'm not going to lie. And it's such good exercise, bro doing jujitsu rolling for like three rounds of five minutes there is no cardio that's more fucking intense than that maybe other than like swimming like super fucking hard like swimming and jujitsu like top and wrestling like grappling crazy cardio bro gets you in crazy good shape yeah for sure wrestling is up there for For sure like for for tiring just Mm -hmm. like most physical like because it's just constant like you're constantly like putting pressure using Uh, your muscles just trying to fucking you know for sure take some fool down so uh yeah shout out to josh for uh choking my ass out and getting me to uh join an mma gym i'm kind of glad that happened for sure yeah that's awesome shout out to josh man shout out to josh but uh, if we did rematch um i think it might play out a little differently i don't know maybe we should find out i don't know let me know what you think josh let me know but uh what's up with you bro not much dude just hanging out you know yeah 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 uh so you you were working at where cafe rio just recently yeah so why did you decide to go back to food service so okay so all right here's what happened while you while you say that i'm gonna go make sure we're still rolling on video just because i'm a little paranoid but yeah keep going okay so uh, I have a good friend named Nate. Is that a fake name? Yes. <laughs> His name is Nate and he worked at that particular establishment. He's a good friend of mine. Appreciate him a lot. And I was just looking for something to do honestly, so I just went. I didn't even have my food handlers or anything. Um feel like nowhere gives a fuck if you actually have your food handler's permit yeah no there's a lot worse issues that they have going on than that usually so yeah for real um yeah that's it that's why i started working there why'd you quit 
Just because it was you, you were got reminded how fucking annoying food service is and how yeah. shitty it is. Yeah, people are kind of pieces of shit. I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of unfair to say that a little bit, but it is true sometimes for sure. So yeah, it is kind of unfair, but I think what what's a good way to put it? A lot of white soccer moms who like to go to Cafe Rio and Costa Vida are assholes. Yeah, so most people probably don't even know what that is. It's like um <clears throat> Cafe uh, Rio and Costa Vida? Nah, bro. It's a worldwide chain. No. Probably not worldwide, think, no, but I don't think it's so. definitely across the US for sure. I think it's just like a Mountain West type thing. Maybe they've got something like Cali. You think so? No, they've got some in Arizona, but You don't think it's on the East Coast? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I could see it not being a thing in like the South, like by actual Mexico, but I could see it being in New York and shit. Yeah. You don't think so? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's it's like, I don't know. What do you think about it? Do you think it's good? No, no. It's trash. If you actually like real Mexican food, it's fucking trash. Like, yeah, it can be good. It can be if like circumstances are right if you haven't had it in a minute if the food is fresh then i mean like a steak burrito or some shit is not bad it can be if you put some queso on that bitch it's pretty good it's pretty good i guess it's like it's basically fast food but like a tier above it almost yeah like a step above fast food i guess yeah okay okay it's sort of in the same vein as like chipotle However, you could say that, yeah. However, totally. Chipotle is more like focused on health benefits and shit. Cafe Rio and Costa Vida are more focused on pleasing white people. True, true, yeah. I think so. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, for real, hundred percent. Like sweet pork, but I don't, I don't think that shit exists in Latin there's America. A, there's a like decently diverse range of customers at the um, Cafe Rio establishment I worked at. Although it was like overwhelmingly majority caucasian people there was middle like, age as well yeah 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 majority there were some younger like people obviously too but quite a bit of elderly as well like i said it was a pretty diverse range of mostly white people though so it's like white people who've never like had took the time to like try real mexican food and they're like what are you talking about i love mexican food i go to cafe rio once a week you know yeah, if they're, like, scared of the flavor a little they're bit. They're scared of something. the spice. They're scared of the spice. That's probably what it is. They can't handle actually spicy food. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think there's any good uh, excuse for it, to be honest. No, it's not. Um, what do you think of people who flex the lack of sleep they get? I think... <laughs> God... <laughs> I don't know. It's a very like common thing nowadays. At least, actually, I don't really hear it that much anymore. But when I was in high school, junior high, all the fucking time, like the first thing I hear when I show up is like the fucking like hella nerdy kids. Because I was very, very nerdy. In, that is interesting, in huh? They uh-huh. did that. Yeah. I was extremely studious and scholarly in school because my parents brainwashed me into thinking I had to like get a 4.0 and get all these scholarships and go to college and like become a fucking brain surgeon or whatever. They actually didn't say that. They they wanted me to get into computer shit cuz I've always been good at computers, which is, you know, that's fairly like it's fairly good assessment. I am like 3/4 of the way done with a computer science degree currently. 
I go back in the fall, which I'm really not excited about. I don't think I'm ever going to use my computer science degree. It's more of a backup, you know what I'm saying? You don't think so? No. So I was talking to my parents like recently, and I was like, guys, I don't think I will ever get a job as like a programmer. I, I think I'm just doing this to please you guys. And they were like weirdly understanding for like a couple of really old Russian parents. They were really understanding, and they were like, you know, if you get your college degree and you decide to um, like full-time try and become an entertainer or a comedian or whatever, that's fine. They were like, if if it works out for you, then that's great. And if it doesn't work out, then you know you have something to fall back on because you have that degree. And I was like, God damn, you guys are spitting facts right now. I think that's really cool, dude. Shouts out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Ma, Ma and Pa. Appreciate I it. I think you should definitely um, finish it, though, you know, finish it out strong yeah, for sure. I'm going to finish my degree. I not, I'm not going to lie. A couple times during the summer, I've really heavily considered not going back. But it doesn't make sense because I have, like, my college is paid for because i did get a bunch of scholarships and shit so it's like there's no reason for me to drop out in the last year like and it's not even a full year this next semester i'm going back to i only have two and a half classes instead of like four like usual so i can still work full time and do the youtube shit while i have two and a half classes like that's doable so there's no reason for me to drop out so i think i'm gonna finish it i think i really think so i think you should do it appreciate that bro yeah but anyways, um, yeah, back in like junior high and high school, all the nerdy ass kids and like scholarly ass kids like myself, I really had a hard time relating to them a lot of the time because school was like, it was mostly Asian kids. I'm not going to lie. Really weird. Asian parents are super weird about their kids becoming brain surgeons and shit. Um, they just have like a really, um, I think they have like a really high standard for their like children almost like. <clears throat> Probably because of what they came from. They want everyone to be successful as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm not totally. I'm not trying to shade Asian parents, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like uh, in my head, it's like maybe maybe ease up a little bit, just a little bit. You know, maybe don't make your kids fucking miserable and depressed as fuck. You know? Yeah. Maybe just give them a little bit of. I think it's credit. all case by case because I think like the. The, like, parents that are actually straight up, like, from Asian countries or whatever, they have, like, a whole different culture over there, you know what I mean? A whole different, like, set of That is the opposite side of the world, bro. Carrying yourself, you know what I mean? So, I think that definitely, like... No, it definitely does. It it plays into it because when they come to America and see how people are over here, they're probably like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. You know, I feel like America is probably like one of the most hated countries. They're probably like, damn, we got the cheat code now, huh? Like we can just like work hard and you just like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Americans are very, it's very hard to find an extremely hardworking American. And then if you just like copy paste a hardworking Asian in America, oftentimes they will become extremely successful. Yeah, I think so. I think it is true. I think it is true. If you work hard, you can like definitely get it. Yeah, for sure. Succeed in some type of way. Isn't it weird? Like every super foreign like set of parents that I know, like Russian, fucking Asian, whatever, they're all extremely fucking successful. Like with like the the smallest amount of shit they came to America with. Like they didn't even know how to speak English, and they're like doctors, surgeons, like yeah have big ass houses like they own gas stations or whatever the fuck like super weird even they like just, they just figure that shit out you know they're just like okay we have america 
like a land that has a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunities, and then we have extremely insane work ethic. Put two and two together, boom. Like unstoppable combo. Cheat codes basically, yeah. For sure. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I feel like we're just kinda I'm just kinda rambling, being kind of like fucking ignorant as hell, but that's all yeah, right. It is definitely a ramble for sure. But, but uh, I think it is true. Maybe it's just because the environment we're in, like the the type of like people we came up around, it's mostly like this is my subjective experience. Well, yeah. the shit I I have seen personally, yeah, I'm sure exactly. I'm sure people have seen other shit. People don't relate to what I'm saying, don't agree with what I'm saying, but um, we have a lot of privilege around here. Yeah, like for sure, we definitely grew up in a situation that was a lot easier than a lot of people grow up in 100 percent, yeah 100 100,000 yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i'm not gonna lie this is like some super crazy shit i thought about like a week ago i was sitting there thinking and i was like if i grew up in like a super rough environment like if i grew up in fucking compton or something or if i grew up without white privilege would i be as like driven and like optimistic as i am now like would i be a completely different person i was thinking about that and i was like i think so yeah you think so i think it all it all plays a part into who you are i think so too because like growing up like childhood is extremely important in like shaping who you become you know yeah for sure so when you grow up around like rough like in a rough ass home with like abusive stepfathers whatever like a mom working two jobs yeah shit shit is different for sure the fact that we grew up in like middle class neighborhoods with parents who stayed together our whole lives and we were able to go to school like consistently we didn't have to deal with like violence or anything just be like because of that you know that's just how like a majority of the community is around here too like that's just kind of a like standard almost what most people think you know like this is a it's a bedroom community you know it's a place where people like commute to go work somewhere else like in the city mainly so yeah it's a lot of like families Mm -hmm. middle class families for sure yeah for sure and it's kind of hard to like you don't really see much else unless you're you know what i mean like (laughs) i don't know you just don't really see much else around here like you don't see that other side very often Mm -hmm. yeah so i guess what i'm trying to say is you know like thank you to my mom and dad for Sure, for sure. upbringing me in this environment and like making me who I am today because fuck bro I gotta I gotta appreciate like I was thinking about it and I was like fuck man I just have to be grateful for what I grew up in and like all that shit because I we we wouldn't I wouldn't be the guy I am today you know we would be totally different and who knows where the fuck we would be right now like we could have grown up in like fucking inner city Chicago and we could be like selling drugs right now full time you know what I'm saying who knows? You might you could you could maybe be the exact same. You never know. But I think it all definitely plays a part in who yeah. you are. Like, yeah. I don't I don't mean to say that like everyone who grows up in like really shitty environments grows up to just like be a gangbanger or whatever. I'm just saying it's a lot harder and it's a lot easier to fall into those patterns. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Yeah. So, anyways, back to flexing lack of sleep. A lot of the Asians that I went to but school I guess, with. I guess that's where that all comes into play, you know? Like, the whole, like, customers at Cafe Rio, middle 
aged white ladies and like i don't know you know what i mean like that kind of has to do with like the environment we came up in yeah like that's yeah. that's kind of what we see that's you know? our subjective <laughs> experience yeah yeah <clears throat> but anyways um yeah it was really annoying um coming to school and then the first thing i'm hearing is like oh my god i only slept like three hours last night i have so much fucking homework and it's like bitch if you didn't sleep why didn't you just do your homework you know yeah i feel like there's always those people that kind of try to like one-up you that they're having like a tougher time one up doing with the, the same struggles. thing yeah 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 for sure yeah so um yeah that shit's annoying in conclusion um that was a really roundabout way of saying uh yeah people who flex lack of sleep are annoying <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so that was a really that was a big ass like that was, yeah that was a roller coaster of just like trying to get to this message fucking like couple loop-de-loops some fucking downhills and then i don't even know if there was a message bro we were just talking yeah yeah anyways uh what so what are your thoughts on like uh semen retention i don't know i don't really have too strong thoughts on it to be really? honest. really you like, haven't done a lot of research on no nut shit like that like re- uh, not, not watching porn no i've heard some i've 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 seen like a few youtube videos of like dudes talking about it and, you know people definitely bring it up and that like uh what is it i guess like alpha alpha male community you know all those guys are super like tough and like try to tell you how to be a real dude like i don't know andrew tate have you heard of him i don't know who the fuck that is yeah i don't know shit what were we even talking about again semen retention oh yeah yeah i definitely hear that get brought up in that type of like community for sure so i don't know why but i heard from gan like a long time ago that you were into that shit and i was like oh that's interesting because i'm also into that shit so i was gonna ask you like what are your thoughts and shit like let's have a conversation but i guess you're not really into all that he probably brought it up because i brought up something about it i said i was gonna like try it or some shit Mm -hmm. which i've tried it before you know not for like a super extended period of time but I didn't like see anything too noticeable from what, it. Like what's any the crazy longest you've re- retained your seed? Like uh, a month. That's that's a pretty good streak. That's a good streak. Yeah. Have did you personally, in my experience, when I hit like the maybe like twenty day mark, like the three week mark, that's when I notice my sex drive is just like plummeting, and I don't. It's not like that. Yeah. My sex drive plummets. It's more like my obsession with sexual thoughts plummets and i'm like i can live day to day and like ba- rarely think about sex like maybe one or two thoughts a day and i'm like huh that's interesting and then just move on you know i think it's because you're um i think have you heard the have you heard the saying that it takes 21 days to form a habit yes i have yes. maybe that's what it is like if you form a habit of not surrounding yourself around sex cuz let's be honest the developed world, especially America, is extremely hypersexualized. Like you go anywhere on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, there is like you can count double digits every time you go on one of those apps and that's how many times you'll see like boobs, fucking ass, or like a dude with abs, just like something hypersexualized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Sex sells, baby. Crazy. It does. So, but maybe that's all it is. Like after the twenty-one day mark, you just like form a habit of not centering your mind around sex, and then you're just like, "Huh, I don't really care about it anymore." I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about it. But like, you know, 
I think it's because your your brain is kind of like back on like neutral mode. You know what I mean? Like balance has been restored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I started. So I was I've been celibate since February, except I have a sl- I had a slip up in April, as you guys may have heard in the last episode. Um, but now I'm also no nut, and I think it's been about three weeks since I've jerked off. So how are you? How are you feeling right now? I'm not gonna lie. Like I haven't thought about sex all day, I, except I was at Chick Fil A, and one of the employees had a nice ass, and I was like, nice ass. But then I yeah. just I moved on. Like normally, if if this was like me from three weeks ago, I would have seen a nice ass and then just like started thinking about like, hmm, sex. That's crazy. Yeah. But now I can just sort of like notice shit and then just move on. You know, I'm kind of like at peace. Does that make sense? That's good. You ever seen the memes? That's like, I don't want to be horny anymore. I just want to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's like, how you feel. Yeah. That's good. I'm not, I'm not really horny anymore. Although I'm not going to lie. This is kind of dope. But, like, also kind of not at the same time. Sometimes when the horny does hit, which is pretty rare, pretty fucking rare, but when it does hit, I'll just, like, go back to junior high and just get a full boner in my car. Just, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be driving, driving to work or whatever, and then I just start thinking, like, super hard about sex or whatever, and then I'll just be rocking full wood in my car, and it's like, what the fuck? Am I 14 again? Like, this is fucked up, man. Yeah, it happens. That's crazy though. That used to always happen. Oh, that was a probably a regular thing. And, and you think about it, there's twenty other kids, <laughs> twenty other dudes in the classroom with you, <laughs> all being intermittently bricked up throughout the set, throughout the dude the period, the it's class period. Fucked up. I'm. I was thinking back to like eighth grade. That's probably when this shit was the worst for me personally. And I rem- I literally can vividly remember times when I just had full wood and my teacher like asked me to stand up and like share with the class. Yeah. I think everybody's had that moment. Like that's a common thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucked up, man. I'm it's like part of growing up. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why was I so like, why was I that horny? Just because of like the, horm- <laughs> the hormones and shit, I guess. Yeah. But um, do you remember Mrs. Smith's science class we had together? Eighth grade? No, no, we had a science class together. We had many classes together, bro. Yeah, we did, but eighth Sci- grade, so that was Mrs. Smith, fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Is that her name? Yeah, <laughs> bro. There's like a thousand Mrs. Smiths in know, every know, fucking know, school know, district. It's know, not like anyone's gonna be able to find who this is. That's funny though. But other, yeah. Sorry. She, I don't mean fat bitch as in like bitch because she's a female. I mean bitch because she was <laughs> she was literally like a bitch. She was mean as fuck. Like this is like one of the times where I feel justified in calling her a bitch. Like, do you, you remember? Um, fucking. I don't remember her though. So, Amy Smith. You don't remember this bitch? Amy Smith. <laughs> she was a bitch. She was a bitch. Yes, hunky. she was mean as fuck. She yelled at us many times. Are you serious? Yes. And um, this uh, Pitch Perfect 2 came out, or Pitch Perfect 1 came out around the time we were in her class, and then one of the kids wrote on the board, so she put like a prompt, like favorite movie characters, and somebody put Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect, Yeah. and she didn't know that that was from like a oh, movie, so yeah. she saw that, and she got fucking furious. She was like, whoever wrote this, you're going to go to the principal's office, and then everyone's like, yo, that's like an actual character in a movie yeah and she was like oh i thought you were just no nah, whoever wrote that though they're like yeah. it was like a double-edged sword yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. knew what they were doing 
That's funny. I mean, I kind of feel bad, but like, you know. I don't feel bad. Yeah, she was mean, bro. She didn't have to be that mean. Like, why do people keep becoming like, why do so many people work with kids when they fucking hate kids? You know? I find this a lot because, not just kids. Why do so many people work with clientele that they fucking hate? When I used to work at homeless shelters, all of the staff, not all of them, a lot of the staff just fucking like, they looked at the homeless people like they were enemies. Like they looked at them as like an obstacle to overcome. You know what I'm saying? It's like, funny though because I think it goes both ways. What do you mean? Like the homeless people look at the like workers at the homeless shelter probably the same way. No, like, not all. Not like all of the staff though. Only the ones who are fucking dicks. Like they only look at the staff who are dickheads as enemies or whatever. Yeah. But like I never had issues with the homeless people when I was working there because I was chill with them and yeah. I treated them like they were just normal people and a lot of the times they were just really normal fucking people and they were really cool to have conversations with and shit. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had like a lot of friends at the men's homeless shelter when I worked there. Like there there were people I would see and I'd be like, yo, what up dude? Yeah. And then we'd have like a 10 minute conversation and he'd be like, all right, bro, have a good day at work. And I'm like, thanks bro. And then he would just like go do his thing. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. It was dope. Um, I don't know, bro. It's frustrating. Like all you have to do is treat everybody with respect and then they'll give you respect back. Like you don't have to. And I think a lot of it is a lot of people are power hungry as fuck or maybe not power hungry, but they're like they have self-confidence issues and they take that out by like like having power struggles and exercising their power way too much. I think it's a big like ego thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because it's always it all the staff. Or or my fellow security guards, all the ones that had issues with the homeless people were the ones who had huge egos and would get fucking pissed off at the most tiny things. And it's like, bro, yeah. just like take a deep breath and chill. Like, for example, <clears throat> this one time I was working with this guy, the, this fellow security guy. I'm going to give him a fake name. Let's call him fucking. Uh, I don't let me think. Um, Carl. Oh, wait, no, that's bad because I did work with a guy named Carl at one point in time. Um, <laughs> let's call him CJ. That works. I never worked with a guy named... Cause I was, like from San Andreas. Yes. So I was working with this dude named CJ, and CJ was notorious for having anger issues and snapping at the homeless people for no fucking reason. So... <clears throat> Uh, I was working with CJ, and he was searching bags, right? And I was working the mag. It's kind of like TSA type shit. Um, and this guy came in, and uh, he was, like, putting all this shit in the bin. And then he had, like, a bottle of alcohol or something. And I, I told him, I was like, yo, you can't bring that in here. You got to take it outside or throw it away. So he was like, all right, for sure. And then he, like, goes to grab the bin. But CJ had picked up the bin and was holding it because he was about to go through it. And so the homeless guy like grabbed the bin and just like took it out of his hands, but not like aggressively. He just kind of like grabbed it and like gently took it. And then CJ flipped the fuck out and he was like, yo, dude, don't grab this shit out of my hands, dude. Don't just grab it. Like, respect me, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, CJ, just give him the fucking thing. And then he was like, yeah. and then CJ fucking like grabbed the bin back from him and then like fucking threw it on the counter. And then the homeless guy was like, yo, what the fuck, dude? And then they just started full on arguing. And I literally had to separate the homeless guy from my fucking coworker. Like, I had to do my job that I usually do with two homeless guys with my fucking fellow security guard. I had yeah. to get between them and, like, separate them and be like, you, like, walk away and, like, take a deep breath. Like, you, come talk to me. And then, fuck, man. I don't know. It's just, like, if you look at the homeless, 
like they're enemies and if you're like you need to respect me and it's like bro they're not like lower than you they're just people they're humans in just a bad situation you know what i'm saying don't look at them like they're fucking animals they're not like a dog that needs to respect you or some shit so basically yeah that's my frustration is a lack of respect and like feeling superior to people that you work with like the clientele you work with and nowadays i work at um a treatment center for like suicidal teenagers and um a lot of the staff look at the kids with a superiority complex as well and they fucking like they just snap at them all the time and they get mad at just little shit and it's like bro just like chill the kids don't fucking like you because you get mad and snap at them for dumb shit all the damn time you know if you just fucking chill out a little bit and like show them respect and treat them like normal people, you wouldn't get so much pushback. They would actually listen to you. I think that's just always going to happen when like somebody's in a position of like Talk authority. Talk into the mic a little bit more, like more directly into it. You're kind of like above it. There you go. There you go. I think that's always going to happen when somebody's in a position of authority over somebody else. You know what I mean? Like teachers, police, anything like. Anything where somebody has, like, a... Power? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always going to happen, I think. Those type of people that are just, like... I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think it's just a lack of confidence, like, a a lack of self-worth. So they just have to, like, exercise their power and, like, feel superior to someone. Yeah. But I was talking about this with my hair lady today. I was like, what's up with U.S. senators and always, like, touching little kids? And she, my hair lady was like, what the fuck? That's a really a specific example. And I'm like, yeah, but it's true. You always hear about this shit. Or like, and then I was like, it's honestly just people in power, like powerful ass people in Hollywood, powerful executives, congressmen, whatever the fuck. They're always having like sexual assault allegations. Like, what is it with these people in power and like sexually assaulting people? What is it? What is the deal? It's just the power struggle. Yeah world may never know i don't know holy fuck bro we've already been rolling for 55 minutes i feel like we've talked about fuck all but that's okay yeah. that's okay it's kind of been a lot of mumbo jumbo but sure. I, I mean that's all right that's that is what casting couch is all about i'm gonna check if we're still rolling on the video one more time um uh but what what is your uh what is your opinion on uh being a grower and not a shower <sighs> shit real it is what it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Happens to the best of us. Did the mic cut out? Shit, I think it's cool. I don't know. What do you think about it? Uh, So for uh, any women that don't know what I'm talking about, being a grower versus a shower, so basically when it comes to penises, when I, <laughs> when I was working at the homeless shelter, we would have to patrol the showers a lot. And uh, as I was going through the showers, I saw my fair share of dicks, not on purpose. Like, I wouldn't just walk in, like, Damn. looking down. I wouldn't just walk in, like, face down, like, trying to find the dicks. But I would often, like, turn and just see a dude butt-ass naked. And I'd just see his dick first. And I'm like, oh, fuck, my bad. That's crazy. But I find, like, some people just have big-ass soft dicks, you know? Just big as hell for no reason. Like, just looking like a big-ass gummy worm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And uh, I am not that case at all. I am absolutely a grower. Like, when it's cold, bro, my shit is tiny. My shit gets so small. And 
I think that's fine. It's got to be like an inconvenience, right? To have like a big ass soft all dick all the time. Kind of gets in the way of shit. Yeah, it has to. Kind of, kind of an inconvenience. Huh? Imagine like you're trying to like, I don't know, fucking like rock climb or something, and your dick is in the way. You know? Yeah. Anything really. You're trying to, yeah, like you can't wear like tight shorts because your dick is just like clearly visible. Unless, I mean, it's kind of a flex. Not gonna lie. Yeah. True. It's like a. It's like the same thing. Like a a woman with big titties. You know. It's like yeah. It's kind of. It's kind of like a bit of an inconvenience, but it's pretty dope. Yeah. It, it it has its perks, pros and cons. Yeah. Always. Pros and cons. Yeah. Everything. Everything in life is balanced. Having a big <laughs> ass soft dick. Pros and cons. Cons. Maybe you'll have trouble pole vaulting. Uh, trouble rock climbing. Trouble wearing tight ass shorts. Um, but you will have the benefit of you know flexing on the haters. For sure. Flexing on the fellow dudes with tiny soft dicks. This guy right here. But then, yeah, like you said, it's balanced to everything, you know? Yeah, and I think it's not entirely that important having a big soft dick because when it really comes down to it, it's about how big it is when you're hard, you feel me? Like, that's that's when the when it, when shit re- when it comes down to getting shit done, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm glad we got that out of the way. I'm glad we... uh. Glad we cleared that up. All right. Can't uh, do much on soft. You know what I mean? I mean, you could like fold it in half and shove it in, I guess. I really don't like that. <laughs> oh, God. What? What? <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into it. Bro. What? Like when you like wrap it around your where balls? You, where you, no, you take the loose. No, I don't know. No, go ahead. Okay, you take the loose skin of the, of the like, nuts and you like wrap it around the whole. <laughs> the, what? What? No, I'm not gonna get you it. You got You already started. You gotta finish it. You like <laughs> push it in, you know? You stuck. You stuff it all in there. You take the ball skin. You wrap it around. So <laughs> Wait, no, I, think, I think I know what you're talking about. You do. When you like push your dick in like a button. Yeah, and then you take the. <laughs> the <ball skin. laughs> And you fold it over, so it just yeah. looks like you just have just only balls. Yeah, like just no dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that <laughs> dude. Soft dicks are fun. You can do. You have so much freedom. You can do a lot of shit. Like uh, you can take the dick, <laughs> the soft dick, and like wrap it under, like around the balls, and uh-huh. then you just have like, you just have like, yeah. It gets kind of this. It looks like you have a hernia when you I don't wrap think I ever the tried dick. That one. I'll show you when we're in, when. You're, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you ever had like a gumball? <clears throat> gumball? Yeah, it's when you like pull one ball out of your like uh, fucking boxers, and you're just like, "Hey, bro, you want a gumball?" And like you, you turn, <laughs> and it's just a nut. You ever seen the? No, I've never the fucking, done that to somebody. Uh, you ever Have seen you done like, that to someone? Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> you ever done like the Native American wristwatch or whatever? <laughs> no, when I don't just, know what that when is. When you pull your flat, that's some tomfoolery. You just pull your flaccid dick like over your wrist, and you're like. Hey, bro, what time is it? <laughs> oh, that's foul as fuck. That one requires a very stretchy penis, no doubt. I'd never do that to anyone. Unless you got some pussy-ass wrists. I mean, when you're drunk, you know, dicks are really funny. So, And it, it, you're not as embarrassed, so that shit just can just come out and you don't really care, you know? Yeah, I guess so. You ever you ever seen like, oh, I got gum stuck to my leg. Like you're wearing shorts and you like pull the ball sack skin out? <laughs> I, I was These re- are all things that you've done? Yeah. 
I, I was really? really I was really tempted to do this like while we were filming. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm wearing shorts <laughs> that are super loose. So you just no. you reach in and you like because the skin of your ball sack is really elastic. I'm sorry, bro. We're we're 13 <laughs> years old. We're fucking 12. I'm sorry for anyone listening and like anyone like in, like your mom or something is nearby and just like you have to like turn this shit down like shit, 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 shit you know i'm sorry that's fucking terrible but yeah you just like the ball sack skin is really elastic so you just pull it and you're like oh dude i got gum on my leg and then you show someone they're like oh dude that's your balls dude you know yeah, it's a good one yeah there's a lot of funny ones so uh if you're a woman and you're like, there's no way dudes actually do this shit. Yes, there is. You ever been in a junior high gym locker room or a high school like football locker room? This shit 100% oh, happens. Oh, that makes that brings that makes me want to talk about um how gay jujitsu is. <coughs> so I train at a jujitsu. Well, I train at an MMA gym, and we do jujitsu class twice a week. And um, when I go on an extended period where I don't train like a week or two or whatever when I'm like sick or something or go on vacation with my family or whatever. Every time I come back, it reminds me how gay jujitsu really is. Yeah. Cause you get real sweaty and you, you roll on the ground aggressively <coughs> with other men. <coughs> there are not a lot of women in jujitsu classes. I'm not going to lie. There's, there's a few and most of them have been doing it a long time and they kick my ass. I definitely always thought wrestling was up there oh, on the gayest sports. Wrestling. For sure. I think jujitsu is a little gayer than wrestling, and I'll tell you why. Like I, I I so I came back to my jujitsu gym on like last Tuesday because I, I was on the cruise and then I came back and I took a week off because my mom like got COVID or something, so I had to quarantine for a week. So I went back to my uh jujitsu you class. Might, your YouTube might get taken down for even saying it, bro. For saying what? COVID? Uh huh the fuck you talking about can't say it bro you can't say covid yeah it'll transmit through the screen bro i mean They'll i'm not gonna you. lie they do transcript like every word you say in a youtube video and then they use that for like meta tags and shit and like advertising your video really yeah so every time i upload a video i can like view the transcript and it almost gets every word correct sometimes it fucks up and like has some weird random shit i <coughs> definitely did not say but, yeah, a lot of the time it's very accurate, especially because I don't, like, have an accent or anything. So, like, the U- the YouTube auto transcript d- detects everything we say. And, I, and that's how I know nobody's going to see this video because we talked about ball sacks for five minutes. Well, we don't have an accent to us, but. What? We don't have an accent to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, what what I meant by that is, like, I, like, we speak English as, like, a native language. So, an auto-detecting software like a like a siri or some shit will understand us really easily because my parents are russian and they have a hard time with siri and shit because of their accent like a lot of times siri just misunderstands them and shit you know what i'm saying yeah for sure but because we don't have that nah siri misunderstands me what the fuck fuck siri yeah my Siri's been like pretty damn good recently. Apple's been doing a good job on that software update shit. I'm not gonna the, lie. The notifications always make me laugh. Like when you get a Snapchat or like something on Instagram and it tells you their name and shit. Makes you laugh? What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, it's always funny. How so? Because it always just like fucks it up. How so? If it's people's names or something on Instagram. Oh, wait. <laughs> so you have a... You have a setting on Siri where it, she'll, like, tell you. Like, I think it does it automatically. Mine doesn't. Mine doesn't do that. Really? So I think it's a setting you, like, selected. So what? She'll be like, new Snapchat from XX. 
Trap Star, 69. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Um, but anyways, I was about to talk about something super dope. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, you have you heard the saying that uh, if a tree falls in the woods, but there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you heard that? Yeah. What do you think? So. What do you think? <coughs> does the tree make a sound? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong, and here's why. The concept of sound is like a man-made construct. Sound actually does not exist. What a sound is is like a vibration through the air, and that's why there's no sounds in space because there's no air or anything for to vibrate and emit sounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, sound is a human like man-made construct of just air vibrating in a certain way. So if there is no human there to perceive a sound, if there's an animal that hears, then yes, it does make a sound. So it's a trick question then. It's kind of, yeah. It's kind of a trick question. But it's vibrating. It's sending out vibrations for sure. However, if there's no animal or human there to perceive the sound with their ears, to perceive the vibrations, no sound is made because there's no one there to observe it. So it's just the air is vibrating in a certain way, but no one's there to perceive it. So there's no sound. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. yeah but, if th- but if there's a microphone there, for example, then yes, it does make a sound because you can observe it. And I think it all boils down to like quantum physics because you know like when you observe a particle, it acts totally different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ever heard that shit? Like the, yeah. the wave function and like when you observe an electron, it goes either left or right. There's no wave function anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, do some research on quantum physics or don't doesn't matter i don't give a fuck um, i think it's pretty cool but yeah it's just a little interesting science fact i'm just trying to keep the uh, podcast nice and diverse so now we're going to get into a really controversial topic how long we've we been rolling an hour five minutes all right uh we'll wrap this up in like the next five minutes thank you for being here by the way bro how have you, have you had a good time on the pod so far you think it went well it's been pretty chill yeah yeah i think we had mm-hmm. some I mean, definitely a little bit all over the fucking place. Definitely a little bit ADD, so I apologize. I don't have any expectations, so. Hell yeah, bro. That's the way to do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this has been extremely ADD all over the fucking place, and that's mostly my fault because I had coffee today. Oh, that's something I want to talk about. Um, Yeah, so you know how I uh, got ulcers on my vocal cords from coffee? No, I didn't know that. Okay, so from ages from like ninth grade to senior year of high school... I was drinking, like, way too much fucking coffee. I was drinking, like, three to five cups a day just because I enjoyed it that fucking much, you know? So, um, what I didn't know was that the coffee was giving me the caffeine in the coffee or just the coffee itself because things that taste bitter produce more acid in your stomach, but also caffeine produces more acid in your stomach. So, I was getting acid reflux from those two things, especially because I drank black coffee with no sweetener. So, the bitterness mixed with the caffeine was a fucking recipe for disaster for my gastrointestinal shit. Um, I was getting acid reflux, and I was drinking coffee, like, fairly late in the day, like, in the afternoon. So, by the time I went to bed, my acid reflux was still going. So, when I would lay down, because I was laying flat, the fucking acid would go up my esophagus, and I got ulcers on my vocal cords. And I've, like, had them for a long time, like, three years or something. That's crazy. And I, I found out recently 
because not that recently i found out maybe like six or seven months ago because i went and got an endoscopy i got um a camera shoved down my nose and they looked down my throat at my vocal cords i have a video of it i'm gonna actually play it on the screen if you're watching how's that better okay all right why don't you say and i'll show you after we film i'll show you the video okay um so uh yeah uh fucking uh the coffee fucked up my vocal cords not really my vocal cords but because i have two ulcers on either sides of my vocal cords um uh i have this i have this urge like this sensation that i have to clear my throat all the fucking time you probably noticed that oftentimes i'll just go (coughs) all the fucking time i do it a lot too i don't know i don't know what the reason is (coughs) maybe it's because of the I just did it, but maybe it's because like the smoke. Make in sure the it's diet. make sure the mic is pointing at your mouth, bro. Or the smoke in the diet, you know, it all kind of like a little bit of everything. I see it a lot with stoners. Lack of proper exercise. I see I think it. It all kind of contributes to the uh, mucus throat. Like, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So I think a big part of it is if you are a stoner, you like to get high in the evening. And then you eat a fuck ton of food and then you go to bed. You fall asleep right after. That's actually really bad. You're not supposed to go to bed right after you eat. You should wait at least three hours because as your stomach is trying to process all that food and digest it, you're producing more acid. And if you lay down flat, a lot of that acid is going to go up your fucking uh, esophagus and shit. You're going to get acid reflux. You feel me? It's tough. Yeah, it's tough shit. But, um, so, uh, yeah, I had coffee today because it's my day off and I was like, you know, I deserve this. And I went to Starbucks and I got a pour over. If you don't know what that is, don't go to Starbucks and get just like, don't ask for a black coffee cause they'll just pour it out of the thing. And they made that batch at like 7am. So that shit's going to be sour as fuck. Gross as hell. I get the pour over cause I know it's fresh. They grind up the beans right there in front of you. They put it in the thing. They pour the water. It's so fucking smooth, bro. It takes like five minutes when you order it. Cause they have to like, what's the way to do it? Huh? That's the way to do it. Yeah. Pour over. You can do it with like any, any coffee. Yeah. Just be like, can I get a pour over of the light roast, pour over of the dark roast, whatever. It has to be a, like a black coffee though. No, like you can add shit to it, but you you can't ask for like a pour over frappe. They're not gonna do that because they just use a shot of espresso or whatever for that. I see. What about like a latte? Nah, they'll just nah. use a shot of espresso. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Starbucks though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I used to kind of not fuck with Starbucks because every time I'd go and ask for black coffee, they would pour it out and that shit would be sour and like kind of cold and I'd be like, this shit fucking sucks. But when you get the pour over, man, it's so fresh. It's so smooth. It's so delicious. So that's what I had earlier. And because I had to wait like super long, like they forgot about my order, they upgraded my drink to a fucking venti and I asked for like the smallest size. So I had a giant black coffee right before we filmed this. And, uh, yeah, I'm just bouncing off the fucking walls. And that's why I'm so ADD in this episode. Um, I only drink coffee, like, once a week because it fucks with my acid reflux. And it also fucks with my sweep, sleep quality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even if you can fall asleep when you have caffeine in your system, you're not sleeping as deeply. It's shittier quality sleep. Like, that's why if you drink caffeine in the middle of the day, then you you still are able to go to bed at a decent time. Oftentimes you wake up and feel kind of shitty and it's because you're like half asleep. You know what I'm saying? It's because the lifetime, the like life 
of half caffeine life. is the half life. Yeah, it's so long. The right? half life of caffeine is six hours or so, and uh, so after six hours, you have fifty percent in your system. So let's say you drink a cup of coffee; it's like a hundred milligrams of caffeine. After six hours, you have fifty still in your system, and that's a cup of black tea. Like that's still a lot of caffeine. After twelve hours, you still have twenty five percent, so you have twenty five milligrams. That's like a cup of green tea. That's still a decent amount of caffeine. So you want to wait like 18 hours after you drink a cup of coffee to go to bed. And by that point, you have what? Um, fucking 12 milligrams of caffeine. That's not a ton. That's probably enough to get decent sleep. But No, uh, blue light. <coughs> oh, yeah. Either. Yeah, blue light too. You shouldn't look at your phone screen an hour before you go to bed because blue, right, blue light uh, like excites you. And uh, you also shouldn't look at like social media and shit because it gets your emotions like excited. So that fucks with your sleep quality. I think it all contributes. Also, I've heard that um, like when you sleep in a certain area for a long time, your brain kind of like recognizes that. So it knows when you go to that area, it's time to sleep. But if you're like sleeping in that area when you're not really like trying to sleep, it kind of fucks with you. So when you're just like laying on your bed and just chilling... So like if you're if you're napping during the day like on your bed, it's gonna like fuck with you because it'll associate that with naps, but not with like sleep. Nighttime you know, sleep. You can go yeah. To bed, yeah. And that's why I don't. Um, I used to play on my phone a lot on my bed, um, and that was fucking with it because I then I would, when I would try to go to bed at night, I would just get kind of like excited because my brain was like, okay, time to look at YouTube or Instagram or whatever. So if you're gonna like play video games or like go on your phone or some shit don't do it by your bed you should like make it so your brain only associates your bed with going to sleep you know what i'm saying or even tv too yeah like did your parents ever used to tell you like they didn't want you playing video games or anything like that late but like tv was fine like you could have your tv on yeah yeah i always thought that was really like fucking stupid yeah counterintuitive as hell but, I mean, you can't blame them. They didn't know any better. Like, this yeah. this science shit is coming out, like, fairly recently, like, within the last five years, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy how much we don't know about technology and social media and how it affects us and shit. We're like the guinea pigs, bro. We're the first generation of people who grew up with all this shit and had it, like, our entire lives, you know? True. And it's, it's it. you know how, like, anxiety and depression rates are like at an all-time high and shit because like i honestly think it's partly or like largely because of like overstimulation social media yeah bad expectations body positivity all this shit you know yeah 100 percent. so i honestly feel like this is just a hypothesis in the next like 20 years we're gonna see parenting styles with technology and like social media and internet and shit we're going to see it become like extremely strict because we're coming to a point in humanity where we have to like coexist with technology. Like we're beyond a point where we can live without it and like live off the grid. We're kind of at a point where a lot of shit, like our jobs, like the food we get, a lot of it is dependent on technology. So have you ever seen like a little, like a little baby playing with a, a phone or something I, or like a iPad? I hate that shit. That shit is like parents are like, Oh my god, leave me the fuck alone here. Go play on the iPad. Yeah. I hate that shit. When I have children, I am they are going to live like childhoods that like we lived like with like normal shit, like play with toys, maybe watch like Cartoon Network, you know what I'm saying? But 
I am not about to give my child an iPad and just be like, go fuck off. Leave me alone. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, bro. Because you can't monitor what the fuck they're looking at either. Shit. You're right. I'm not going to lie. I saw a lot of shit when I was growing up on YouTube or whatever. Like Probably shouldn't have seen. Yeah. Like, you ever seen, like, videos on, like, live leak and shit of just, like, people getting hit by buses and shit? You're just like, damn, I really just saw that. Nah, I've never been into that, but I know a lot of people <laughs> see them. Yeah, that <laughs> was the thing that, for like, sure. Not just that, like, watching porn at, like, age 11. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, super, super young. Like, wait. Actually, I feel like that's kind of normal. Because, like, back in the day, instead of, like, porn websites, it was just, like, Playboy magazines and shit. Like, kids are going to discover their sexualities at, like, the same age, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, that's not really so much it what is, I'm it concerned is, about. It is definitely different, though. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think we're going to see a super big shift in, like, our relationship with technology within the next, like, 20 years, for sure. Like, we're going to be having, like, hella studies about, like, what's the most effective way to, like, raise a child around technology, like, what to restrict, what you should let them do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Shit. All this is, like, so new. All yeah. of it. Yeah, we're guinea pigs, bro. Like like we said. Just like this platform, like YouTube, that I'm assuming this is going on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. It's only like, like 15 years old. Yeah, YouTube started exactly. in like 2005 or whatever. Yeah, and Apple Music and Spotify. Pretty fucking new. Same like less thing. than 10 years old or some shit. Yeah. <clears throat> crazy, crazy stuff. All right. Um, The oldest b- thing around here technology-wise probably like TV. Oh, wait, there's a fucking Probably SNES on the floor right there. True, but there's a light, though. Maybe the microphones, I don't know. Yeah, microphones have been around for a long time. Headphones, too. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, lights, electricity, lamps. Yeah. Anyways, off topic, random as fuck. We've been rolling for about an hour 15. Um, I appreciate anybody who watched this episode. Once again, this episode was super ADHD. I apologize if that shit was annoying or, like, stressful in any way. Like, you know, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. This is my fucking podcast. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to host it how I host it. You feel me? Um, Thank you to the homie Mook for joining us in this episode. Do you want to plug anything? You want to plug, like, your fucking... Sure yeah, bro. Of course. Um, you want to plug anything like uh, your fucking Spotify, your YouTube, anything? No, I don't have any of that, but uh, Instagram, OK63. That's your producer name, correct? Yeah, 63. Yeah, I make beats and shit. So. And they're very fire. Hit Mook up if you want to fucking uh, snag one of those beats and make a song with it. I'm sure he'd be willing to work with you. Yeah. Don't just steal beats. that shit, though. We'll fucking sue your ass. Can't happen. Yeah. But, um... Thank you guys for watching this episode of uh, Casting Couch. Smash the fuck out of that like button. I've never said that in one of my videos. Just go ahead and do that for me. Just smash that fucking like button if, you, uh, if you've if you watched this far. Um, let me know any suggestions in the comments. Uh, let me know if you fucking hated the fact that I was ADHD as fuck in this episode. That's all right. Just like, you know, hate comments. Any type of comment is welcome. Um, this episode might be on Spotify and Apple Music. I'm not sure yet, but if it is, if you are listening on Apple Music or Spotify, thank you for supporting me. Um, yeah, bro. Thank you guys for joining me on Casting Couch. This has been another wonderful episode. Uh, I will see you guys next fucking week. Have a blessed day. Deuces.